Hello, and welcome to the Pivot People podcast, a podcast for teachers. <laughs> is that it? It's just a podcast for teachers. No, it is not. It is a career podcast for teachers. My name is Kim. I am your host and the founder of New Zealand Transitioning Teachers and Teaching is Hard. In today's episode, we are joined by the lovely Bernadette, who went out on her own, started her own business, painting the most beautiful portraits of pets and people. I'm going to put her link in the show notes. You've got to go and have a look. These paintings are just beautiful. So this episode is all about that transition from going full-time teaching into doing your own business. Listen along and let me know what you think. Thanks for joining us, Bernie. You're very welcome. And Bernie used to be a teacher and now she is a full-time artist. And one of the members in the New Zealand Transitioning Group recently posted up your awesome stuff article. I think it was in Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was pretty exciting. It was very cool. It got really good response from the group. Everyone was super interested in like just what are you doing and how on earth did you get there? Because I think there's a lot of people that are very jealous about what you're up to. So if we start with that, can you tell us what do you do? Yeah, so now I am a commission-based artist. I mainly do pet and people portraits for people. Um, I do have sometimes do my original art, but mostly the way I make a living is getting the commissions. Um, so people will get in touch with me with a picture they want and leave me the photos and I whip one up. Just like that. You just whip one up. <laughs> um, I think I tried to paint um, some of my friends' animals once and I think they went okay. And then I saw yours and I'm like, oh, wow, <laughs> I've got a bit of learning to do. So if you don't mind me asking, how did you get into that? It's quite niche. Yeah, well, I didn't like I've never actually been or thought about doing commissions um, as an artist because I have been an artist. So I, I, did, I went to fine art school before I became a teacher. So art has always been in my life. Um, but it wasn't until... I was working at my old school, Cambridge East, and one of the ladies there wanted to um, get a sketch of her son's dog. And so she approached me and said, hey, do you think you can do this? And I said, oh, yeah, I'll give it a go. I haven't done drawing for a while, but yeah, I'll give it a go. And it went all right. And then nothing happened for about a year. And then she asked me again about a year later to do another dog for, I think it was another family member of hers. Uh, and then a few people in the staff room saw them and asked for that. And then somehow, I can't even remember now, I think I started to put um, posts up on the local community page saying, hey, I can do this if anyone's interested. Um, and, yeah, I ended up getting quite booked out. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I love that. So you, you get your customers or clients just through, like, referrals, social media, Local yeah, so um, stuff. I mostly do, um, I do get most of my stuff from social media. Um, I have done a few markets and things and dog fairs and getting um, quite a 
reputation, I guess, in Morrinsville here because I did a I organized an event called Art in the Cafe. And so I organized me and a few other artists to go to different cafes around town and we'd sit in the cafe for the day and do our job, <laughs> do our art. Um, and that was really lovely. And that really got my name out in the Morrinsville community. Um, but yeah, in terms, because I get commissions from all over New Zealand and I even just um, sent one over to the States. Uh, he got me to do a couple of huge drawings. Um, what? Yeah, yeah. And he found me on, there's an artist page on Facebook called I Am An Artist. And I just popped one of my drawings on there one day. And he got in touch and said, hey, I saw this. Can you do this? And I went, yep, of course I can. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And this it's quite great. interesting. I'd like to get more international work, but the postage, it costs $120 to post over to him. But I guess with the exchange rate, it was only about 60 US. And, um, yeah, I, have, I think from a little bit of Facebook searching I did, he's a doctor. So he's <laughs> probably not worried about the money too much but <laughs> no I was gonna say like the the price of postage just is the price of postage you can't really mess yeah. about with that and if they want your work they'll pay for it yeah it's one downfall about living all the way down here I guess but you wouldn't have it any other way would you oh little old New Zealand oh I love <laughs> it um so what would an average day in the life look like as a full-time artist <laughs> well full-time artist and mum so in the morning from could be as anywhere as early as five o'clock in the morning with my kids um we'll get up nothing arty happens until the kids are off at daycare so the food I, their daycare day starts at 8 30 so as usual mum stuff until then and then typically my art happens between 8 30 and 2 30 every day um so I'm only really I say full-time art, but really part-time in a way. Uh, I'm only working 30 hours a week, I suppose. Um, and so, yeah, I'll, I usually have my schedule. I've got a few bookings each week in my schedule. So I'll just have a look and see which one sort of pulls at me first or which one needs to be done first, depending on um, when people need it by, because some of them are um, for gifts and things. Um, so, yeah, I sort of slot in a bit of drawing and then... I might do a bit of uh, social media stuff because that's part of the job. And then I have to do, I've got an emailing list as well. So I'll um, write an email each week at some stage. I was at one point using Monday as my admin day, but I found that uh, it was easier to do a bit of drawing every day and then maybe stop at sort of 12.31 and do my admin each day, just a little bit at a time. So had a sort of having to organize my own schedules <laughs> a new thing to learn <laughs> ah that's interesting that you touch on that so as part of like going into I guess a new role you mm. would have had to learn stuff what mm. did you have to learn and how yeah. did you sort of carry it and what were some pitfalls that you fell into and how did yep. you overcome the problems yeah it's been a big learning curve um it was quite stressful. When I first resigned from teaching, I had about two months worth of bookings in my cachet. So I wasn't worried about not having enough money. Um, but the constant, uh, I guess, fear or um, stress is that you are constantly looking for 
work you are a contractor of sorts so your um the marketing side of things has been a huge learning curve for me and there has been some times where there's been big lulls like around january there was quite a lull no one was really buying anything everyone was on holiday and things so there weren't many bookings coming in and when i'm not when i don't have bookings that's there's no money coming in you could you don't have sick days and things like that so managing my schedule and just ensuring that there's constant work coming in um, has been, yeah, a big learning uh, curve for me. And m- learning the marketing side of things, I think I'm only just sort of starting to get a lot of headway with the type of marketing I'm doing. And I, it's, it is a huge part of the job. Like I have to post, I post every day um, and every week into the community pages and buy sell pages. Um, so it's, yeah, it's definitely a big part of the job. It's not just not just the drawing. It's um yeah, it was a it was probably the biggest learning for me actually is figuring out the business side of things. And then when I eventually sort of broached the um sixty K mark to have to start paying GST as well, that was a, another big learning curve. So this year especially has been um a big learning on how to make sure my income covers GST, income tax, ACC bill. There was a little bit of a surprise that I forgot about. <laughs> um, as well as just all the other running costs, you know, having a website and printing and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's definitely been a lesson in um, financial management. <laughs> so how did you learn this stuff? Did you just kind of work it out as you went along or did you talk to your accountant and stuff like that like how did you um bits and pieces of um everything I joined a there's a woman's business group called she owns it and they've been great they've been really good with um sort of showing how to do the marketing and things like that but I it did sort of confuse me a little bit because a lot of the businesses in there are obviously ones that um they're just they'd be running a bit different than being an artist um, but they definitely gave me a lot of uh, information and they have like free videos every month sort of giving a different idea about how, how to run a business. Um, and, yeah, I just I've got a good accountant um, that has helped me along the way and hooked me up with using Zero, the accounting um, thing for Xero, um, to keep an eye on income and GST and things. So, yeah, it's just all learning along the way. Yeah. I really like this approach. I think too many people get blocked and frozen because they're looking for that perfect outcome from the get go. Yeah. Yeah. Just go for it. Just get it Mm. done. Go out there. I call it mess in action. Yeah. So you've got your concept, you've got your skill, you roughly know what you're doing, but you're not necessarily clear on exactly how you're going to do it, but it's okay because you'll work it out as you go. Mm. It takes a bit of bravery. Well, I I don't really see, I didn't think it was that brave at first (laughs) because I still, I was working part-time teaching for, um, well, since Max was born, I haven't been back full-time. So he's almost five now. So he, I went part-time after him. And then I think it was when Tess was born, which was 2021. God. No, it's not 21. No, that's when Max was born. What am I thinking? No, 2021. Yeah, 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 2021. Um, and that's when I was only working two days a week. 
So there was two days a week teaching, which was a nice little pad of income behind what was going on on the other days. So there was a, a while there, I think most of that year actually before I resigned, I was working two days a week teaching, but I had the kids in daycare for four days a week. So two days teaching, two days art. So it was kind of like a nice little cushion of income. So even on the weeks that I couldn't draw, for example, when kids were sick or whatever, I still had sick leave to fall back on and things like that. And then I think I ran out of sick leave eventually because my kids got so sick <laughs> those first couple of years, as they always do. But, um, yeah, it was just I think I sort of transitioned nice and slowly and it was um, it did make it a bit easier uh, when I did eventually resign. Oh, awesome, which is this is a perfect segue, actually, into the next part of the conversation, <laughs> which was your teaching life. Can you tell us a little bit about what kind of teacher were you? Um, so for the last couple of years, I was just part time and I was doing um, kind of CRT release. Uh, and at the school that I was teaching, they set up this program where the CRT release teachers were specialist teachers. So I was obviously the art specialist. And then we had uh, at one stage we had science, PE and music as well. Um, so this was in a primary school setting or intermediate? Yeah, yeah, primary school. Yeah. So each of us would have a class each. And while we were teaching the four classes, the four teachers would meet up and do a bit of collaborative planning. So that was how that kind of st the structure sort of ran. So, yeah, for the last, um, yeah, pretty much the last four years, I've just been doing sort of release um, release work, maybe. And I, and I was releasing a um, BT at one stage as well. So that was a bit more of the whole class, the whole subjects, uh, all subjects, but yeah, predominantly art, really. So you're already kind of teaching within your passion space. Yeah, yeah. Well, when I, um, when I went to art school back in 2000, I think it was, um, I'd actually already got accepted to two teaching colleges so teaching college was always somewhere on the horizon anyway um but it was my cu cousin in the end who sort of said what are you doing come into fine arts <laughs> so I went yeah yeah you're right so I went and did fine arts and then so teaching although it was put on the back burner it was always something that I knew I'd probably end up doing and I guess the ultimate goal although I went into primary teaching I think the ultimate goal was eventually to go into high school teaching art um so I was doing the specialist but then working with primary kids um, and especially the old age group, I was sort of mostly in the year five and sixes. Um, I enjoyed teaching art to them um, just to be able to extend the art a bit further. And high school kids, I find a little bit scary. So <laughs> primary school was enough. <laughs> Tell us a bit about the time of your teaching career where you're kind of realizing or thinking and wondering about leaving teaching because that's a really hard place to be because your mind's kind of a little bit torn you're feeling a bit mm. emotional about it that's what it was like for me anyway so and it took me a long time to make that transition I'm not lying when I say it literally took me about two years what was mm. that process like for you um it was mostly surrounding having kids. That's when I sort of totally had the switch because my job that I was working at in Cambridge was a half an hour drive 
from where we were living. Um, so on a normal work day with kids, I was dropping them off at 7.30 in the morning and then not being able to get them until five. And that was me leaving early. Like I, you know, if I was working full time, I wouldn't have been able to pick them up till 5.30 type thing. Like, and that was, you know, if we didn't have meetings. Um, so I just, I didn't really want to do that. And I didn't, especially, I really didn't want to go back full time after having kids because I really just didn't, I know how much work teaching is and how long the hours are. And I just didn't really feel like doing that on top of being a mum. <laughs> mm. um, so that's when I knew that I would never go back full time. Um, I just kind of assumed I'd always be part-time and I was quite happy with the wages of just being a part-time teacher. I wasn't in any hurry to need full-time wage again. I was quite happy on just a three-day a week um, teacher wage. So yeah, that's kind of when it really got lighter. I hadn't really thought about resigning as such then. It was more just about always being part-time, I think, yeah. So what happened then? Did art just start to grow and grow and grow and your clients grow? And then all of a sudden you're like, well, I'm running out of time here to get the things done I want to do outside of teaching. I'm making the cut. And how did you decide which one got the cut? <laughs> now, well, I think, um, I mean, the dream is always to be a full time artist. If you go to art school, that's the dream always. And um, I know that not many artists um are privileged enough to be able to do it so I feel really lucky that I have ended up where I am um, and especially making the amount of money that I can from it as well um, I read an article in Creative New Zealand the other day and the average um, wage for a, the creative industries is something like 38 grand a year or something and so I'm really proud actually that I've been managed I've managed to sort of surpass that and make it a sustainable career um Bernie I've got to ask I've got to get to it yeah how much do you make as a full-time artist and if you don't want to put a number on it that's fine although I would I would really like that <laughs> if you don't want to put a number on it let's go comparison to teaching and art where do they stack up what does it look like I need the breakdown what's the team <laughs> <laughs> well I think, I can't remember the exact number, but I think the last financial year I made 68 grand for 30 hours a week. Yes, queen. <laughs> yeah, that. And that was your, was that your first year of business? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, first I mean, proper year, first, first sole business year without the part-time teaching as well. Yeah. That's awesome. Fell like yeah. going out with doing your art, doing your thing to crack 60K in your first year is great. Yeah, no, I'm pretty stoked because I I know um, like the stats for businesses starting are pretty dire for not lasting more than two years as well. So I'm pretty, um, pretty stoked that it seems to be rolling along. My only thing now is my next step is to make it more sustainable because at the moment, while I'm not drawing, I'm not earning. Um, so if I, you know, have a holiday or if I need sick days for the kids or if I break my hand, um, I won't have any income. So I need to, I'm trying 
<laughs> to get different things in like um I am going to be doing these paint and sip classes and more in school soon and I'm trying to get my prints selling uh, a bit better I'm not very good at the sales stuff still even though I've learned lots um selling my portraits I find easier than selling the art personal uh, original art so that's yeah another learning <laughs> more learning so we, we're gonna have to get all of the links for you yeah <laughs> uh, put it in the show notes so if anybody's out there thinking oh, I'd love a picture of my cat mittens now you can <laughs> yeah and, uh, maybe you want a nice print of something you could <laughs> check out Bernie's pages where are you selling them if you don't mind me asking so I know you've been doing the social media posts and things like that do you have a website do you use Etsy yep. as a platform or how do you do uh, just mostly on my website at the moment so www.bbart.co.nz and you'll find all my prints on there as well as um, information about how to get a commission and things like that oh, how good so since you've made your transition and now you've got a bit more control over your day and things like that. Do you find that your work-life balance is better and your emotional state is better and stress levels and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah. Stress levels are 100% better. It was really hard doing part-time teaching and part-time art at the same time because it's two jobs that you're having to concentrate on. So headspace is, you know, you're full. Um, but also just, I, I think I underestimated how hard it actually was to start a business and su at such, like all those little things that I have learned along the way, um, I sort of underestimated how much that'd take. <laughs> um, so once I did just cut down to just doing art, it yeah, freed up a lot of headspace and not having to travel over to work as well, even though it was only two days a week, yeah. was still just, yeah, wasted time. I can relate to that even just with this group and the stuff that we're doing there's so many things I want to do but I yeah. can't do it all so yeah. it's a bit limiting sometimes isn't it when you're straddled between two things yeah nice so one of the questions that we got asked was do you wish you'd made the transition earlier or are you happy with the way things have panned out ah no, I'm really happy with how I did it. I did it nice and slowly. And I think by doing that, by going down to part-time first and then sort of transitioning slowly, I think it allowed me a bit of bit less stress than it possibly could have been because I knew I had that cushion to fall back on um, and I had that time to build up my clientele before making the big cut. So you know, I'm pretty happy with how slow I took it. I don't think I, I don't think I'd have the bravery, or I didn't have the back, the backing of any savings or anything to be able to do it any sooner. Um, I also think my my actual art has improved dramatically in the last two years as well. So, um, I mean, that picture that I did first for Jenny was cool, but now when you look at my art, I'm like, oh yeah. So drawing every day, obviously. I've improved a lot and I think because of that um, I'm ready to you know boost even further so I think my art sort of needed that time to improve as well how good so that's kind of a confidence piece isn't it mm, yeah yeah awesome and is there anything that kind of stands out in your journey that maybe you'd 
do differently or wish that you had done? Um, there's been little mistakes I've made along the way. Like at, at first I was paying a lot for Facebook advertising thinking that was working, but that's just a waste of money <laughs> when you can work, when you can figure out how to do organic marketing, which, um, yeah, seems to be working well for me at the moment. I probably will start having doing paid advertising again one day but now that I know how to do it a lot better I think it'll be a lot more um useful um and I guess and I can't remember offhand now any of my big mistakes most of them were just wasting money on stuff that wasn't actually that useful um but I think you have to do how I think you have to make those mistakes I think they're part and parcel of doing it and I I think it's just, yeah, I think you just have to do it. And, I mean, it's like when we're teaching, we sort of have to teach kids to take risks and make mistakes to learn from them, and I think it's just the same with anything. Um, uh, being in that group, the business groups that I'm in, they are really helpful because you can ask questions and, there's, you know, there's so many people in small businesses around New Zealand that know the questions. So if you are going to start your own business, um joining those groups to start with to sort of see what people are, um, what the issues are, then um, that could be something to think about. And marketing. Marketing is um, <laughs> unfortunately uh, one of those things that if you're going to start a business, you're going you're, you're to have to look into. So I did hate it at first because I really didn't like, I don't like salesy things like you said earlier. I just, mm. yeah, not really much of a salesperson, but it's a must, unfortunately. I feel like with sales, there's so many different ways to do it. So it's finding yeah. the one that fits right with your values and all that kind of stuff too. And yeah. I'm just not, like recruitment was quite an aggressive style of marketing. And it yeah. just I, didn't no, fit right I, me. I did recruitment briefly over in London. Um, yeah, felt the same. Do you have any advice for anybody who is in that headspace at the minute where they're thinking of changing careers? Yeah, um, I was sort of saw the amount of people that are in your group and there's so many teachers in there and I've noticed a lot of my friends actually commenting on that post. So I know a lot of my friends who are possibly thinking about it. In terms of advice, I'd just say take your time. I know it can be really hard and you, you know, some days you just want to do it then, but I think I appreciate how slowly I did it and I think even going down to part-time if um, if they can afford to so I was lucky enough of my partner with his uh, income I could afford going part-time quite easily um, yeah I'd probably recommend doing it slowly if you can um, just because it is a lot to think about I guess it depends on what people are, if they are moving into a diff whole different career and a different job or if they are starting their own business. I'm sort of coming from the idea of starting your own business. I definitely go slow with that. Um, but if you are, I guess, looking for a different job, yeah, just do your research. Just, um, yeah, I don't know, it's tricky. <laughs> it is, and I think that's the hard part for everybody is the like, how do I do it? And mm. the, the true answer is there is no real correct answer. It's very no. circumstantial to the person. Is there anything else that we haven't covered 
that you think you might like want like I can't even say it might like to share no I think no I think we've covered everything yeah not that I can think of anyway <laughs> <laughs> well it was absolutely lovely meeting you and uh, thank yeah. you for coming on and telling us all about the ins and outs of what you currently do what you did and how you managed to make that transition. I think it's going to be really interesting to the listeners and a really good food for thought for those guys that are in that space and thinking about what can they do next. You never know, we might have a fleet of budding professional artists in there. You could make your own community. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's been fun, my first podcast. What an interesting episode, not only how to leave teaching, but also how to grow the confidence to start your own business in a field that you genuinely are passionate about, something that you really want to do. It takes a high level of balls. I said it, confidence, balls, gumption, whatever you want to call it. She certainly got it in spades. So thanks so much, Bernie, for joining us. It was a really cool episode one thing bernie did touch on though was the amount of people in the group with the mindset of i want to leave teaching it's not necessarily the case now because we seem to have a lot of talk about not just how to leave teaching as a career but also how to change it up a little bit within teaching so we've turned into more of a career support network than just purely get me out of here there's a lot more to it and I can't be prouder of the community that we've got. We're so supportive, so open. So if you're in that mindset of I'm not sure what I want for myself, this is the right place for you. If you like this episode, please give us a like, a share, a follow, all of the things we need as much support as we can get. If you would like to feature in your own episode, or perhaps you've got some thoughts, feelings, questions, wonderings, ponderings, you can email me on hello at pivotpeople.co.nz. Thanks for listening. Bye.